What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Health and Fitness Friday on the Essential Strength Podcast. This is your five-minute download of some health and fitness knowledge meant to make you a little bit smarter and, of course, a little bit stronger as you head into the weekend. So today we are going to finish the conversation, which we started a few weeks ago, about why fitness is not essential in America. And in part one, what we discussed was the ways in which the fitness industry itself and how we represent ourselves to the public is largely responsible for the disconnect between the way that fitness professionals view their services and how most Americans view fitness, quote unquote. So what we're going to do today is we're going to cover four strategies that we can implement right away as coaches, trainers, and business owners to make ourselves essential. And just like last time, today's conversation draws on information from an article posted on John Russin's blog, authored by Kevin Mullins. And this is an article which can be found by going to strongerinmotion.com slash reading dash list, where it's the first article that's going to pop up. You just go to strongerinmotion.com. You can also just click on the reading list tab. And again, this is going to be the first article you see. So let's get into it. Strategy number one for making fitness essential is implementing what the author called a five-star standard for our cleanliness, security, and care, which, as Kevin put it, you know, there's a reason why people choose the Ritz-Carlton over Motel 6, and a big part of that is there's an expected standard of cleanliness, cleanliness, security, and care. The customer's experience will typically exceed their expectations. And, you know, we need to follow that model and show that we value and care for every single person that we encounter as fitness professionals. Some simple and actionable steps to achieving um, the five-star standard include taking extra care in cleaning the oft-neglected surfaces, walls, piping, things of that nature, the ceiling even, Uh, repainting and removing rust from old equipment, cleaning the bathroom like the president was about to use it, and upgrading the front-facing entrance of the facility. We can also train staff in customer service and stewardship along with holding them to standards of evidence-based practice and coaching. Even things like having a formal uniform, formalizing the onboarding process, you know, and there and there's more. So you can go read the article for all the ways to create a five-star standard. Strategy number two is leading with passion-based service. Or as the author puts it, Run your business like you give a damn. Remember that you aren't just competing with other gyms. You're also competing with free streaming services, social media giveaways. Um, And you're not just competing with other fitness uh, entities, but you're competing for people's time, right? Netflix is, is, is a competitor. And so there are just so many distractions that compete for people's time. And we are one of them. You know, we're not a distraction, but we're in competition for time. And if we want people to consider fitness essential, then fitness professionals have to treat every person we encounter as if they are essential. 
Strategy number three, lean even harder into word of mouth referrals and results based referrals. Make every product, every service, and every interaction exceed expectations to the point that people feel compelled to talk about you. Highlight client success stories and not just their weight loss or strength gains, but how fitness has changed their lives in positive ways and how those people you work with now view fitness as essential to their lives. And finally, strategy number four, build a community based on more than just fitness. Build a community within your members that is unbreakable. Build a relationship with the larger local community based on service, donation of your time, donation of your resources. You know, just truly appeal to the identity of the place, the identity of your clientele. And if you do that, then that clientele will ensure that you never fail because you will be essential to them. And all four of them take time. They take time to cultivate and they're a continuous pursuit. But the barrier to begin is literally nothing. You can start treating every client like they are the most important person. You can clean something. You can reach out to another local business to create an opportunity for collaboration. You can do a little bit more to create a sense of community within your membership. You can be a little bit more passionate. You can share a success story. You can do all of these things today. And you can start making your fitness business essential. You can start making fitness itself essential. Because it is. So that's it for this week. And if you appreciate this podcast and the topics we cover on a weekly basis, do us a favor. Screenshot this episode, post it on social media, tag the podcast, which is at Essential Strength Podcast, and tag me at Dr. David Skolnick DPT. Both of those are on Instagram. Let us know that you're listening. Send this podcast to a friend or a colleague that needs to hear it. And as always, subscribe, rate, and review this show. It only takes a few seconds to have a truly outsized impact on the future of this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. You are essential to me, and I will catch you all next week. (laughs) 